Fade Road Radio, the drive continues. I know our phone number, the, the call-in number. I know my hey. parents' house phone number and my phone number, my, my wife's number. Those, those yeah. are the only phone numbers I know. Like the people we've talked about on air, but like literally it's – if I ever, God forbid, if I if I somehow <laughs> mysteriously found myself in trouble and needed to make a phone call, oh. the two people who I absolutely would remember are Christopher Gabriel, our, our guy in Fresno. Oh, because you call well, you know numbers because you have to dial a lot. Yeah, and Adam Sparks' yeah, phone number. You know his phone number is one digit off from my father's office phone number at UT. The whole uh. time I was a kid. Adam Sparks, KnoxNews.com. Adam, we were just uh, talking about, like, and you're our age, I think, so you'll remember, like, we used to remember phone numbers. You Like, you just had a Rolodex in your head of all these numbers. We, we just, Younger generation, they miss out on that formative experience. Sure, yeah. I, I, but that's sort of all the numbers in my life. Like, I remember, I remember high school football plays. I remember phone numbers. I remember, I remember, uh, I remember... All the numbers that I knew, I knew before I was like 16 years old. The and I don't remember stuff. any after that. <laughs> yeah. Now, you say you remember high school football players. Are you talking about like plays from a game or like your high school playbook, like Wham 42 was the, I did this on this play? Yes. Yes. Like that. <laughs> yes. Peyton <That's>... Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, we, we, we had a pretty simple offense. <laughs> so it was. It was pretty short. But, you you uh, ran those yeah. plays a billion times. You do them in your sleep, huh? Where'd you go to high school, Adam? Uh, Riverside High School. It's Decatur County. It's in uh, it's in West Tennessee. It's uh, they won they won the state title this year in uh, in double A first championship state championship they've ever won. When I was there, we were like two and eight, three and seven. So uh, <laughs> they they've turned things around in the in the past twenty twenty some odd years. Adam has progressively made his way eastward across the state of Tennessee from uh, his childhood to his, to his career now. Pretty soon he's going to be uh, in the Atlantic Ocean. Adam, as somebody who is familiar with all, all three you know sections of the state, uh, your thoughts today on the, the state kind of rallying behind Tennessee, the attorney general uh, suing, I, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, along with uh, his counterpart in Virginia to try and stave off this latest NCAA problem that Tennessee's got itself into. Yeah, and it's funny that you mention it like that, the different the different regions of Tennessee, because ever since we uh, we posted our story uh, from the Attorney General, um, I've gotten a lot of uh, legislatures from around the state emailing me statements wanting to be included in this. And there's only so many you can do. Now, it's low-hanging fruit to say, hey, you know, we're in, we're, we're in favor of the state university and yeah. uh, the college football team in the state against the mean old NCAA. You know, it's sort of like going against the federal government, like everybody's for that, you know. Um, so, but that's, that's sort of the approach that a lot of people are, are taking. It, it's, you know, it's, it's funny that yesterday when all this came out, um, I got the attorney general's uh, uh, office on the phone because I I dealt with them before uh, with the uh, Jeremy Pruitt case, and uh, I said, "Hey, you know, this has happened today. Do you have a comment?" And the response that I got was, "Comment? We've got a lawsuit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a comment. All right, <laughs> we we've got a sixty-page comment. Uh, so yeah, I mean. I'm I'm fascinated. I'm interested to see 
where this goes because you know if this happened just a few years ago and you said oh, the attorney general in the state is is suing the NCAA, a lot of us would roll our eyes and think, okay, yeah, great. What 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 difference does that make? They have no part in this. But I mean, th- there's been a string of of losses that the NCAA has suffered in the courts lately. I mean, they're over for for quite a while, and so there's you know there's there's real things that could happen from this. Uh, the the Tennessee AG is trying to at the very least get an injunction, and that would that would stop a lot of the NIL rules that the NCAA is trying to implement, and that would probably stall to, it. It would probably stall Tennessee's case because that's the enforcement arm. If the enforcement arm has no power, then you know, then everything stops. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if others join in this. Yeah. There was another, there was a similar case that the Tennessee AG took on in, uh, I think it was over the transfer rule, um, and uh, some other things with the NCAA back in December. And they got, he got 18 attorneys general to latch on to that, that uh, bill, that law that they were trying to pass. So if he can get more states on this one, uh, you you could see something happen. Yeah, how does that work? And uh, <laughs> I realize we, none of us got into sports media, Adam, to to become legal scholars. But like we were discussing before you got on about, you know, can Florida or Texas or whoever else just sort of throw their names in the hat and and join this thing now that it's already you know the ship is leaving the dock. Yeah, I, I didn't did not get a, a pre law degree at, at Riverside <laughs> High School. <laughs> didn't offer it, huh? <laughs> That's right. Um, we were more of an FFA school, uh, as you can imagine. Um, now, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, they can they can jump on. Um, now, the thing is, the courts it's gonna it, it's probably gonna take a long time. Now, an injunction happens faster than any kind of any kind of court case could be could be uh, settled or resolved. Um, some of this is, you know, is just a war of words, but there could be, could something could come out of it, out of the courts. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that Tennessee took this tact because it was obviously strategic. They've known about this for a while. Um, you know, Dondi Plowman had approached the last case, the Jeremy Pruitt case. She approached the NCAA with sort of honey. And she approached this one with vinegar or or napalm, maybe. <laughs> um, and today she didn't hold back. She had another chance to pe- speak publicly today, and you know she she threw some more shots back at the NCAA again. So Tennessee is is throwing everything they they can into this. Obviously, they're getting a lot of pats on the back. The thing is, though, the NCAA is still the governing body. So, you know, it can be a war of words, but unless the courts stop them or Tennessee wins out in some other way, they still either have to abide by the rules or the ruling or or maybe just say, forget it, we're just not going to abide by it. And if that happens, then this is a flashpoint in college, college oh. sports, especially college football. But, you know, I, I think the commissioner would have to sign on for anything like that to happen. Yeah, I mean, Adam, uh, listening to this, and uh, you know, the cynic might say, "Well, of course, Dondi Plowman has to take a more combative stance this time because, you know, she she tried to cooperate last time and she was able to wriggle off. Like, if she gets in trouble again and she tries to cooperate, the NCAA is going to say, "Yeah, but we've already done this, and they're going to hammer you." And then all of a sudden, it's your neck on the line. So she she's doing what she has to do, and there's a little bit of a a CYA 
approach from the, the, the Tennessee side of things. Do you think that that could be an accurate criticism? Yeah, I mean, I, I think here's the thing we need to remember. We don't know what's going to be in the notice of allegations. So we don't know what the NCAA – I mean, we saw the New York Times story yesterday, and some we, the rest of us reported a little bit on that, is that a lot of it comes down, or some of it comes down to Nico allegedly having a flight, um, that uh, a private flight, private plane that was associated with Spire, the, the collective, and whether or not that's a recruiting inducement, whether or not that comes from a booster – um, you know, is is that all there is, or is there more to it than that? I, I, I don't know. And how many sports are involved? We know it's multiple sports. Does baseball mm. get dragged into this? Does basketball get dragged into this? Does the Olympic sports get dragged into this? I tend to think this is just my, my general read on it. I think the NCAA is going after collectives, NIL collectives, as much or more so than they are schools and athletes. And so, you know, now if it comes down to that, maybe maybe instead of a lawsuit between Tennessee and the NCAA, it's a lawsuit between Spire and the NCAA. And you could tell from the statements yesterday that they're raring to go if that's the case. Um, but we just don't know what the allegations are and how well Tennessee's defense is going to be. Because so far we're, we're hearing, you know, a lot, of, a lot of fiery words from them and some pretty reasonable arguments I thought that Donnie Plowman made but we don't know what the allegations are to this extent. Maybe a dumb sports guy question here, but you, you say the the NCAA is going after the collectives. Like, do, are, does a collective fall within the NCAA's jurisdiction? Because well, these are private entities; they uh, that have to be separate from the university because the NCAA said they have to be. With well, so so for example, if you look at the Florida State NIL case that was settled recently. The penalties there, I believe there was a show call for one assistant coach. Yeah. And then the other penalties were, I think it was a, a two-year sever, uh, that, that you had to sever relationships the school did from the NIL collective, or at least one of their collectives, for two years, and then sever ties to the booster for three years. So you, you could, if you, if you sever a relationship between a school, you tell, tell the school you can't, you can't deal with that NIL, NIL collective anymore, well, that NIL, NIL collective is either sidelined or, or done. Now, if that were to happen, and this is complete speculation, if that were to happen, I would imagine, you know, the the Tennessee collective would pop up elsewhere yeah. and and would would move forward. But you know, you don't, you certainly don't want to run that risk. But I, I I just feel like the NCAA again that Florida State case. I think that's a lot of the penalties went to the collective and a booster, and I feel like that's more of the target. The NCAA hates collectives because they hate the system that created collectives. And I feel like this is a way for them to try to try to course correct. It's too late, but that's what they're trying to do. They are the system that created collectives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other thing is, Adam, aren't they opposed, weren't they um, just vehemently opposed to it being handled in-house? If you don't want the universities to handle it in-house, it, it's like these, the schools are in a catch-22. With the NCAA, I think everything is a catch twenty two. Everything is hypocritical. Everything is contradictory in this. the The NCAA is they just propose some things to move forward in NIL and try to try to take the lead. Yet they're spending the 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 last few weeks going backwards and trying to retroactively enforce 
laws that weren't even necessarily on the books at the time. So you you've got you've got to pick a direction. You can't go forward and backward at the same time, and that's that's just always been the problem with the NCAA is that they have too many conflicts within themselves. And they don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, there, there's so many there's so many contradictory things just in the NIL. NIL approach. I mean, you know, what's a recruiting inducement? That, that, that's, those are not allowed. These are all recruiting inducements. They, they're, all of them are. Now, it's just a matter of a degree. Some, some players, it's a 100% recruiting inducement. I'm going to go to school A because they're paying me the most money. They're collectivists, so that's where I'm going to go. That's a recruiting inducement. Or you can say, hey, 10 schools are going to pay me roughly the same, so I'm going to go to the school that has the best quarterbacks coach or the best offense or whatever, but the money's all the same. Well, that's a that's a five percent inducement. You know, these are all recruiting inducements. These kids are not just randomly wandering on the campuses and then and then just finding out later how much money is offered in NIL. It's just ridiculous. And the fact that the NCAA has rules that you can't really you can't really you can't really talk about NIL in terms of the school you're going to, but you can talk about NIL at a collective, and that collective is tied to a certain school. It it, it makes no sense at all. Talking with Adam Sparks, KnoxNews.com, this afternoon on the program. Adam, what is the next step here? Do you see Tennessee receiving a notice of allegations from the NCAA now, or do you think that – uh, today's actions and the explosive headlines give anybody in Indianapolis any pause with this case? Yeah, I think this has probably gone longer than a lot of us know. Um, I think a notice of allegations has got to come in, in not too long, I would think. Um, these NIL things, at least so far, have moved faster than other NCAA cases. Now, I, I don't know how quick that's going to come, but they'll have a notice of allegations. Uh, we'll see if it's just a, a little bit or a lot. And then they'll move forward from there. Uh, on the on the side, you're going to have the uh, the lawsuit that involves the state and the attorney general. We'll see if that stops some things. And you know, if this is a slap on the wrist, it probably gets done quicker. If not, it's going to drag out longer and longer in Tennessee or Spire or whoever is going to make sure it it drags out longer and longer. If it's harsh penalties, but but obviously we don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah, so I mean, what are your conversations with the uh, attorney general's office like? Do you know if if they're successful in this lawsuit that's been filed today, would that just end the NCAA's investigation? Would they be just required by law to just drop the proceedings? It would be another layer. Uh, you know, every time the NCAA loses another another federal case. Um, they're they're weakened more and more, and they sort of have to find a detour around what's no longer allowed to try to govern. Um, you know, it's just they they had a pretty good amount of power, and every time we have a case like one of these, it's whittled away more and more. It's just eroded, and you know, at some point, I think the NCAA is going to say, "Hey, guys, we have almost nothing left," and so we have to back off. That was really they really could have gone either direction now with the new president Charlie Baker that uh, that uh, Dondi Plowman reamed in her in her letter yesterday. You could either just sort of say, "Hey, we just want to exist, so we're going to let these things play out. We're not going to hammer people over nil rules that we we screwed up to begin with, and just sort of exist." You know, 
it's sort of what the NFL commissioner does. You know, I'm paid. I just want to exist. I'm going to do what you guys want, and 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 it's fine. Or you can hammer home at your membership, and you can flex whatever muscle that you have left, and 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 try to get some of your power back. The risk there is if you try to take too much back, those member schools can say we don't we don't want to do this anymore. Because the NCAA is made up of members. Tennessee's one of them. There's a whole lot of others. And the harder that they go, the more that they risk, you know, having having a separation there. And Tennessee's not the last one. They're one of the first ones. I mean, I've heard anywhere from half a dozen to 20 schools could be on the list of uh, of uh, NIL collectives, at least, that, that, uh, that they could go after. If you look in the last two or three years, and if your school had a high-profile – NIL player that was that was recruited and signed, or if you had a high profile, highly paid recruiting class, you can expect the NCAA to to go after you for NIL. But there, there's more coming. Well, and if I'm Charlie Baker in the NCAA and I'm watching all this play out, and and let's let's say it's twenty, you've got these cases that are in the pipeline. And uh, you're seeing that. Well, I would rather if if the if the courts are going to pull the rug out from under me, or if the, my member institutions don't want this. I mean, that's another intriguing aspect of all this. Like, just go ahead and tell me now, so I can stop wasting my time uh, prosecuting these other twenty violation cases. Yeah, and I think, uh, and maybe this is how the NCAA is thinking. Uh, we have this image in our head of all the schools sort of locking arms and just charging headlong into the NCAA and saying, we're not going to take this anymore. I just, I just don't know if that's going to happen. I think the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, would have to be a voice in front of that or at least behind that. Um, but you think if you're another school that's not being investigated, do you link arms with Tennessee right now? If you do, you, you may be admitting guilt that – Hey, we we did that too, or we could be found guilty of doing that too. So we're going to get ahead of it. And usually, it just doesn't work. That you think don't work in concert like that together. You sort of take care of yourself, and that's it. And so that that leaves open the possibility that NCAA could just try to pick off one at a time. Hmm. Very interesting, Adam. Uh, you've done a great job covering it. Invite everybody to go check out your work at knoxnews.com. Of course, follow him on Twitter, at Adam Sparks. Adam, always a pleasure, my friend. Maybe we'll talk football next time. (laughs) Sounds good, guys. We'll see y'all. Adam Sparks. Varsity athlete. One more time on the program. Yep. He does a good job, and he he makes it until you like my head's spinning coming in here today and and trying to make sense. Like, he he makes some of that stuff make sense and and helps kind of – narrow in on on what's important and what's just kind of yeah chasing your tail but i do think right there at the end i think that's why tennessee named in the lawsuit you know uh had a whole paragraph specific to florida state as you know they've already been ran through the through the threshing machine there so do you, do you think sankey and his counterpart at the big 10 like they have to have talked about this about the possibility of everybody says well the ncaa needs to reform they need to do this and they need to do that knew that maybe you just get the the big 10 guy and sankey in a room and say you know what we're gonna do our own thing we're gonna create a new organization uh and and we're gonna bring our schools with it and 
and here's what you do is it's just those two schools, right? Once you do that and they start their own thing and, and we're just leaving the NCAA and all our schools leave the NCAA and we're under this new umbrella that Sankey and the Big Ten have, have created. Well, then whatever's left behind, the ACC and the Big 12, that quickly collapses. And then all of a sudden, Florida State can get out of that TV deal, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not going to be – They can join uh, up you know, with the Super Cup. Yeah, yeah, then you just take that's, applications. That's moot if it's just yeah. the ACC and the Big 12 mm-hmm. playing each other. That has no value that's what anymore. Probably, hopefully, that, that would be the way out of this nightmare. So – Quick timeout. The drive continues. It's Fan Run Radio. Stay with us. Back with more right after this. The Drive. Fan Run Radio. The Drive continues. Russell Bear and Houston Crest back with you. Tucker Harlan getting ready for another stellar update. Your top five at five coming up. Adam Sparks, KnoxNews.com. Bear, what did you learn? Adam's a lot smarter than me about this stuff. Um, not, I mean, it was uh, interesting just to kind of him put everything. It's easier to understand after you talk to Adam. He's better. He's really good at explaining what all you know is going on. We can sit here and list all the – what do you want me to start with? What you learned. Really? You, you weren't paying attention to Adam Sparks? We just yeah, had a, I was listening to the whole damn thing. A thorough discussion on the topic du jour. You know when you put me on the spot, I have that like, <laughs> crippling temporary amnesia. <laughs> I mean, I conversed with him. Oh, the deal about um, oh, uh, Florida State. Um, them going after the NILs and the fact that they're basically making Florida State disassociate I mean, that's that'd be crippling to a school. Well, would it? Because like, here's what I'm. It would be a, a big headache to to jump through. But I'm sitting there thinking they're just going to reform. If the worst thing that happens is they say, "Well, you have to disassociate with Spire. These are bad guys." It's like, okay, well, I, I hate it for the guys that run Spire, but like that money doesn't just poof go away. Well, like, no. we'll, we'll just give. We'll, we'll form a new collective. Spore. <laughs> <laughs> with with new guys heading it up and the people that are giving the nico money will just give it to spore yeah and quite honestly i really like the fellas that used to be with that old group spire let them run spore yeah this is college football baby i do wonder if these schools have that parachute is that guy H- hunter clausen is his name yeah say hello to spore's new commissioner Klaus Hunter. <laughs> I was wondering what, where you were going to go what, with that. What, <laughs> what gets me again is even after talking to Adam, this is why, like, you know, I'm none of us are lawyers or anything, but, like, when you've got people explaining this stuff to you, it's like, I don't see, and, and I'm really interested, after the show, I'm, I'm going to read through what Michael McCann uh, wrote. I just, I don't see how the NCAA is going to be able to, to fight this. The NCAA has released a statement this afternoon in response to the Tennessee case. Here's the text. While the NCAA generally does not comment on specific... (laughs) It's just funny. I can't even get through the first sentence. We're already laughing it out of existence. No, it's funny because 
the first thing they do is say well, things we, we never do. Yeah, we're, we're doing, doing it. Because <laughs> Donny Plowman ate our <laughs> took our lunch money yesterday. Go ahead, Russ. While the NCAA generally does not comment on specific infractions cases, it is important to remember that NCAA member schools and conferences not only make the rules, but routinely call for greater enforcement of those rules and holding violators accountable. In recent years, this has been especially true as it relates to establishing and enforcing a consistent set of national rules intended to manage the name, image, and likeness environment. This legal action would exacerbate what our members themselves have frequently described as, quote, Wild West atmosphere, further tilting competitive imbalance among schools in neighboring states, and diminishing protections for student-athletes from potential exploitation. (laughs) The NCAA remains firmly committed to protecting and expanding student-athletes' NIL rights and opportunities. However, our membership has steadfastly supported the prohibition of impermissible recruiting contacts, booster involvement in recruiting prospects, and the use of NIL offers as recruiting inducements. That's laughable. The NCAA is concerned about exploiting players. You have that, I love uh, how they, uh, that you, fart sound queued up. Can you play that? Because that's what I just heard you read. You don't actually don't, have to no, play it. No, no, what are you doing? No, it's fine. Um, I'm, I mean, it's, 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 it's just laughable, man. Like, really? Not to mention, like, they didn't refute anything. I know they're not going to get into <laughs> right, the specifics right. of, of the Nico case publicly. That'll, But the, the, basically, that statement just says, yeah, we're here. <laughs> we're doing what we do. Don't sue us. It, it's hard to do what we do when you say we can't do what we do. Because if you know, if you sue us, we will yeah. go away and we we'll will fizzle ha- away. There will we, no, we, be no protection for student athletes without we're not us. Around. Yeah. To, to me, it also it, it also reeked of hey, we we got to put something out because we we kind of threatened the school. And, and and their chancellor and and now she's come at us like some kind of wild animal attacking us. I mean she's she's abused them the past twenty four hours. I was stunned when she came out today and fired more bullets in that uh, little interview she did. Yeah, <laughs> she's Donnie ain't happy right now. Does this feel like a I don't want to say cry for help, but like a hey if if you're on our side, come on. Like our member institutions and in the know conference. what that is. Like, what do you? What What is that supposed to do? Like, normally we don't say anything. It's like, yeah, you're not really saying anything here. You never have put out some nothing burger statement. You would have been better off just keeping your mouth shut. Yep. And we don't even know who it's from. I mean, it's posted by Ralph Russo of the Associated Press. It just says statement from the NCAA related to the case. Like, it's not. This is not Charlie Baker speaking. No. It's not the infor- the infractions committee. It's just the NCAA, the monolithic organization. It's the Wizard of Oz. It's I, I don't know. It's funny as hell, man. Speaking of funny as hell, <laughs> Polish Joe, you're on the drive. Good afternoon, sir. Rose Tato. You only call. You, you it's funny, Pojo. I haven't heard from you in a while. You had nothing to say after we beat the hell out of Alabama. Crickets after the Florida game. 
nothing after the dramatic come from behind win over Georgia. I feel like this is the first time we've heard from you since after the Mississippi State game. Russell, I've been calling. The the day I gave up on Bruins was when our two-time SEC Player of the Year was on the bench to start overtime, and you can check the facts. It's on your that first one. call this week, buddy. It's your first call this week. I well, got the I work, and I can't call. <laughs> you, were, what, you just happen to have today off. Yeah, I go back tomorrow. Well. It's funny how you just you have days off the day after. Uh, yeah, when Tennessee loses, you conveniently get a day off. Call hey, guys, how many? Hey, hey, hey! Don't sabotage my phone call, please. Oh, I'm how sorry. How many Final Fours? <laughs> I'm sorry. Would Dante Plowman have <laughs> if she was coaching the basketball team the last nine years? She's an assassin and a warrior. That's what we need. Well, what do you think Rick Barnes is? He's a little goat. A little goat, <laughs> a Billy Goat. <laughs> he is He's the goat. Paycheck, and all you little sheep are just oh. praising him and throwing rose petals. And in Bear, I mean, I remember when Bear, he in the beginning of this the Drive show, he he was a lot like Dante Plowman. But I'll tell you what, right now his name shouldn't be Bear; it should be a baby, baby oh, lamb. Come on. You're right. He's the goat. He's he's the goat of Tennessee basketball coaches. We're number five in the country, Polish Joe. You don't get to win all the games all the time. We live in the tournament. We're pumping out players. Last year, Russell. Last year, you were talking. We were all talking about the number one seed in the overall tournament. We ended up being a five seed in the SEC tournament. What do you, you what do you you want to fire the guy? You want to fire the guy for losing to South Carolina? You're insane. You're high. You're wasted. You're out of here. Good Lord, Pojo. Listen to yourself. You're hysterical, man. Get up. I want to grab you by the shoulders and shake you. You can be a man. You've been huffing glue. Bye bye. That's pretty good Titans. Bye bye. Stay with us. The drive continues. Hour number three coming up. The drive. Hi, this is Bo Craig.